You're listening to the Seek Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new. And here's your host, Tim Winders. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Seek Go Create podcast. I'm your host, Tim Winders, and I am coming to you from the mobile office, our RV that is traveling. Currently, we're in Bend, Oregon. We've been moving around some. We're stationary a little bit, but by the time you listen to us, to this, no telling where we'll be. But um, so I always mention that. So if you hear noises or bumps or dogs or something in the background, this is not a studio. This is actually an RV. Before we get started with this episode of of this season, episode one of this season, I, I just want to say thank you so much. I have uh, we've done a soft launch of season one and season two. Season one was a very challenging season to do. It was, it was me, and then I brought in my wife at times to just talk about some of the things we've been through with, with the um, economic downturn in 2008, how it impacted us, our marriage, family, and a lot of business things. And it was a very transparent, very challenging season. And I have just recently, in fact, I just got off the phone with, uh, with a connection that I haven't talked to in about a year or so. And he says, by the way, I heard about your podcast and I listened to season one. And I really want to thank you for doing that. And I actually heard from someone else, someone that I went to high school with that connected with me on LinkedIn, thanking me for sharing that. So I, I just want to say that it means a lot that you're providing that feedback and we welcome the feedback and we look forward to any type of feedback. But I just want to say thank you for listening. You know, you do a project like this, and really the intent was just to share and, and provide some information and some background. And, and then as we move into interviews, to be, able to, just, to be able to just give some things to people. And it just really means a lot to hear from you. So I appreciate it. I just want to say thank you for that. If, if this has been a blessing to you and you're enjoying it, definitely share it and rate it and let other people know about it. I would appreciate that greatly. So having said that, let's go ahead and get into what we're titling this season is The Everyday Leader. And before I go much farther, I think I want to talk a little bit about the name The Everyday Leader, because that's going to give you some clues as to how we're going to look at leadership, possibly in a different way during this season. You know, I was thinking about words like the ultimate leader and some of the principles I'm going to cover in this episode one. Episode one is titled, What is Leadership? We're going to define it here in episode one. And in just a moment, I'll go through what you're going to be able to see in some of the other episodes. But this first episode, I wanted to kind of talk about the title, The Everyday Leader. I think many people look at leadership as some big pie in the sky, something they're, they're trying to become, something that when they become a good leader, it means they're going to be making more money or they'll have influence or their egos will be stroked or something like that. And I just want us to change that paradigm. And the theme that you're going to be picking up on over and over again throughout this season's podcast is that leadership is every day. It's really who we are. It is really what we are. It is when you wake up in the morning and you are with your spouse. It is when you're driving into work or when you're when you're meeting someone for lunch. 
it is when you stand up in front of a meeting and there's 200 people there and you have responsibility for them. Yes, it is that. But it's that and so much more. And I'm going to make the case, and I believe I can easily make it during this season, that everyone has leadership capacity, they have leadership responsibilities, and they have leadership that is built into them from creation. And so really what we do every day, all day long, is really leadership. So some of the teaching that we're going to be doing during this season, some of the topics are going to really, are really building on what we're going to call the everyday leader, which is you. It is you, whether you think you are or not, you are an everyday leader. And so one of the first things I want you to do is I want you to believe that and I want you to embrace that. Some of the topics or some of the episodes that we're going to be addressing and looking at during this season. Episode two, we're going to be titling Why Leadership. So we're going to kind of go into the background and why leadership is important. I'm going to kind of share a little bit about why I'm even covering this topic that has, you know, 200,000 books in Amazon. Why would we need another podcast or information about leadership and we'll be going into that in episode two under why leadership and then also uh, i'm going to cover something in episode two that i think is kind of funny and that is how to be a person of no influence in other words if you want to totally totally miss it on leadership and repel people not influence people we're going to be covering some things in episode two related to that i think it'll be kind of fun and kind of funny Uh, episode three will be how to lead ourselves how to lead me And we'll be talking a lot about attitude and actions and things to do when we look around and we don't see people following us and we don't think we're influencing others. We're going to talk about what we do to make sure that we're leading ourselves and making ourselves the best that we can be. We're going to be looking at attitude and being a giver and not a taker and some of those things in that episode. That's episode three. Episode four is one we just added to the outline and it's really all about self-awareness and there's a phrase that i use quite a bit and it's it's really i think i made it up i don't know if i heard it somewhere but it's basically thou shall not fool thyself and really to be effective as a leader to be effective as what we're going to talk about later being a good steward you really need to be self-aware and know yourself and in that episode we're going to talk about um some different I guess, just concepts that we need to understand. And then we're also going to go into personality profiles and assessments and and different ways that we can really know ourselves and be more self-aware. That's where we're also going to talk about the importance of maybe having a coach. And I think many of you may know that's really what I do. I am a coach. That's what I consider myself. Or having a mentor, someone who can speak into your life and and help you identify things, those areas that might be difficult and challenging or the things that you may not see when you look in the mirror. Episode five, we're going to actually do some teaching from the Bible in episode five, and I'm really excited about this. And I would hope even if you're not a, um, a Bible reader, a Bible believer, a Christian, a background in that area, I would hope you would listen in because I think it's very important. And what I'm going to be talking about is just some things that the Bible says about being an overseer or a bishop or a leader 
and I'm excited about it. That one's going to be a fun episode to do. So that'll be episode five. Episode six, we're going to start getting into how to lead others, or I kind of subtitled it, how to lead them. And of course, there's a lot of things there, a lot of techniques, a lot of skills we'll be addressing there. Episode seven will be on communication and leadership, because to be an effective influencer, to be an effective leader, you need to be able to communicate and I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things there, writing skills, speaking skills, facilitation skills, and many different areas there. And some of these, some people are born with them. Yes, that's correct. But we're going to talk about developing skills. If you do not currently have them, we're going to talk about how we can get them. And I think that should be, I think that should be fun for a lot of you. Episode eight, we're going to be looking at process, systems, and organizations how to lead those things. Because we are talking about people, but we're talking about processes and systems. And as an industrial engineer, as having that as my background, I'm a big believer in process and systems. You know, a lot of people, when they teach or train on leadership, they just say, it's all about the people. It's all about the people. Well, I do believe a huge part of leadership is the people. But I also believe it's about strategic thinking. It's about planning and project management. And so we're going to be we're going to be looking into that and talking about that so that we can have an understanding of it and how it fits into the bigger concept of leadership and the everyday leader that we're talking about. In episode nine, I'm going to be really talking about a topic that is going to have a thread running through all of these episodes. And that is talking about leadership as a steward or a steward or stewardship. And I know that's a word a lot of people possibly haven't heard, but I think by the time we get to that episode, if you stay with me, if you listen in, I think you're going to hear some things that you've never heard in the area of leadership. We're going to be talking about what a steward leader is, what a steward leader, leader is not. And it is not just something for those in ministry. It's not just for something, something that, that is important for those that have leadership over people. It is really, as I've been saying, something that is all about who you are. And we're just going to really wrap it all up there in that episode nine. And then I've actually just added on, I believe we're going to have a few bonus episodes, of course, which I love to do. And I won't mention it now, but I think I'm going to get a guest. I've got such good feedback from the interviews that I did with my wife, Glory, in season one that, uh, that I'm going to interview her. She is actually a Scrum Master certified uh, in the Scrum and Agile process. And so I'm going to interview her as it relates to leadership in that world. And I think it's going to be exciting. So anyway, those and I may have another bonus episode. So we've got a lot to cover a lot of episodes. And so what I'd like for us to do is just go ahead and dive in and get started. established what we're going to be doing during this entire season. Let's continue on with this episode 
and discuss what is leadership. Well, there are so many definitions out there, and there are so many experts and so many people that talk about so many things. I want to say right up front that I do not want to I do not want to portray myself as the guru who knows everything about leadership. I'm just a guy that for the last 30 something years I have studied it. I've been in positions that I, that many people would call leader. I have been a husband for over 30 years. I've been a father for 28 years. I have I've been a coach consultant, run companies and businesses, and I have just not totally immersed myself, but I have have been a student of leadership in this process for a long time. I've observed a lot of things that are really, really good and things that people have done really well in this area. And I've observed a lot of things that I think we're going to want to talk about because they're things where myself and others uh, have not done as good a job in the area of leadership. And so, so what I really want to just start off with is what, what I think leadership is not. And this is not a all encompassing list or anything like that. It's just a few thoughts that I just wanted to share. I, first of all, and I think this is important. I think this is an underlying principle that we need to constantly be reminding ourselves. And that is leadership is not a position or a title. I want to repeat that. Leadership is not a position or a title. I think many people, they try to say that, oh, I will be a leader when I'm managing five people, or when I'm promoted to this level, or when I have people, when I turn around and I see people following me, which is the definition that some people use. But I just want to say, as as we talk about what leadership is, I do not believe it's a position or a title. I don't believe it's a destination. I don't believe it's going to be, I don't believe it's something that you're just going to arrive at. And when you get there, the clouds are going to part and the light's going to shine down on you and you're going to get more money and you're going to have people adore you and everything's going to be great and awesome and all that type stuff. I just don't think that's the case. In fact, I believe in many situations, the more leadership and responsibility you have, this may be a bad commercial for this season's podcast, but I believe that many times the challenges and issues that you deal with could be more difficult than when you're not in those roles. So it's really, it's nothing that you need to be looking for. I think it's something that that is now and today. Um, this one's a big one. I just have to say it. I hate it that I have to say this, but leadership is not being a bully or manipulating others. I am a product of the 80s and the 90s. And I remember in the 80s, there was a big movement. There was the, you know, greed is good. People were going to be making money and doing whatever they could to, to, uh, to get wealthy. And there was a time, and I think it still exists some, that people were going to use other people to manipulate them and to use them to get to whatever success was for them. And let me just say, it is not that. If you're bullying your way, if you're manipulating, if you look back as you go through the process and you see bodies and, and people that hate you and as you're going down the street, people walk on the other side of the street, then you may not be 
implementing some of the skills and techniques properly. So keep that in mind. And I, I don't think if you're listening to this, then, then you're probably that person. I think those type people are not usually teachable and they think they're great and they don't need to listen and be trained. But anyway, it's not being a bully or manipulating others. It's not a quick skill you can learn in school or by reading a book or going to a weekend seminar. It's something that you have to develop over time. Another thing, it's not based on luck or being in the right place at the right time. In other words, it's not something that you just stumble upon and all of a sudden you're positioned as a leader. Um, And then finally, this is, again, one of our underlying principles we're going to be talking about throughout this season, but definitely when we define leadership in this episode, it is not necessarily what you are or your position. It is really all about who you are. It is, it is your makeup. It is your character. It is your integrity. It is how you interact with people. It is how you interact with people regardless of the position and role that they're in. It really is who you are. So please keep that in mind as we move forward with this. There's, we're going to be talking about techniques and, and different ways of, of doing things, but this, this really is looking at character and all about your makeup and, and all about, like we've been saying, who you are. Now that we've looked at what leadership is not and just a few things about just some of the principles, I, I want to say this, that I, I, you know, a lot of people have this thought that leaders are born. And then I've also heard people say that leaders are made. And then I recently heard that leaders are born, but they have to step into their role. And I didn't quite get that, but I guess I could see that also. And I guess I just want to say that I think it's all of that. I don't think there's a clear-cut answer. I do think that there are some people that are maybe born or their personality is maybe has more of a influencer type uh, personality. Maybe they're um, very charismatic. They they interact and get along with people very well. They might have some 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 speaking skills that cause people to want to follow them. Uh, you know, we're in an interesting society. I've noticed that that um, people that even are taller can often be followed because people just, you walk into a room and somebody walks in. If everybody's five foot six and then all of a sudden someone who's six foot two walks in, it just has a natural presence. So there are a lot of things that can that can come into play when people are looking at leadership and influence. And so, so I'm not going to say it's something that you're born with. I'm not going to even say that it's only a skill. I'll just say that it's something that takes time and it's a process, not an event. And I'm going to go through, I guess, now some, I guess, definitions. And some of these are mine. Some of them I probably pulled from other places. But my definition, well, let me let me start with this. The definition that has become common in society today is that a leader is just influence. It is, it is someone who has influence on other people. Now, one of the challenges that I have with that definition is that the term influencer has been used in a way that is not 
it's not positive necessarily in my eyes. Influencer at kind of this time in late 2019 when this is being recorded is someone on social media who's able to to show pictures and images from their life and it and it causes other people to be influenced and want to either be like them or or follow them or buy products that they talk about and that might be oversimplifying but the term influencer to me is not necessarily positive in the world we're in today kind of a funny sidebar i was reading an article the other day and as i said earlier we're recording this in in late october of 2019 I actually saw that in Italy, there is a university there that is going to be offering a three-year degree on how to become an influencer. And it was kind of funny because the article I was reading, you know, it talks about how, you know, if you're going to get a traditional degree, usually to waste time, you jump on your social media channels and you scroll through the feeds and you waste time by doing that. And so the thing that they were, they were joking about is like, if your degree is to be an influencer, how do you waste time? Do you actually read a real book or something like that? Anyway, I thought that was kind of humorous. Some of you may not, but it was kind of funny to me. But uh, the simple answer that a lot of people use is influence. And, you know, about a year or two ago, I would not have thought that would have been a a, a word that we wouldn't want to use. But now, of course, we want to be cautious about it because influencer, maybe not so positive. Here is my definition of leadership. And this is going to introduce the concept to you that is going to be a little bit different because I have not seen it. I have not heard it in any other place. I believe that leadership is being a steward over those people, places, and or things that God has gifted you with. Let me repeat that. My definition of leadership is being a steward over those people, places, and or things that God has gifted you with. Now, we need to break that definition down because it there's a lot going on there. First of all, I introduced a word that many people may not be familiar with, and that word is the word steward or stewardship. And so I almost need to define what steward is because it may be different for people. And especially if it might be a word that may have been talked about more in spiritual settings or church settings or religious settings, because many times stewardship is used when people are talking about giving money. Well, that's not exactly what I'm talking about here. I define a steward as someone who's not an owner, but he or she has responsibility for taking care of something or someone for the ultimate owner. Let me let me see if I could come up with an example of that. Oh, I've got a good example. I shared an episode, I shared in season two, how my wife and I, when we became nomads and started traveling, one of the first things we did was we house sat. We traveled around and we did it all over the U.S. and Australia and New Zealand, and people would hand us the keys to their house and their pets were usually there. And then they would go travel for a week, two weeks, sometimes up to three months, and we would watch over their home. Now, we were stewards over their homes and their pets. We didn't own them. They were not ours. Our names weren't on the deed, but we stewarded over that asset or those things. 
That is what stewardship is. And I know a lot of you right now, y'all are saying, well, yeah, but I, I really own my home. Well, so I, I'm an owner of my home. Well, I, I would argue with you, if you have a mortgage, you may not be a total owner. Remember, I have a background in leadership. We've done a lot there. And if you're married or have children or if there's land or if there's a government involved, you may not own it as much as you think. I just say this, this is a little bit of a side discussion, but I have almost gotten to the point in my life where I consider everything, everything that I have in my possession, that I almost don't own it, I'm just a steward over it. And what it does, it almost changes your mindset and attitude about how you take care of it. And that is a foundational principle of what I want to talk about as it relates to leadership, definitely in this episode and in future episodes. A steward is not an owner, but he or she is responsible for taking care of something or someone for the ultimate owner. And in the definition that I gave of leadership just a moment ago, you're being a steward over those people, places, or things, and or things that you've been gifted with or that God has gifted you with. See, I've, I come from the spiritual background that we're blessed with everything we have. Most people listening to this, you live in first world society where we've got cars, we've got houses, you've got electronics, you've got clothes. You really don't want for much. And I have just gotten to the point, especially because we went through a season where we may have been considered to losing a lot of those things. I've just gotten to the point of gratitude where I appreciate all that. And I'm just getting to the place where I assume that God has blessed me with it and he just wants me to take care of it. And I'll just tell you, when you know you've been blessed with it and you've been gifted it, especially by our creator, I think you're going to take different care of it. Now, some of you listen to this. I know you may not have a spiritual background and you might be wanting to tune out about now. I encourage you to stick around because I believe you're going to get some tips, even if you may not be a believer or may not be someone who maybe believes in the God stuff and things like that. I think that some of the perspective you're going to gain from us speaking about leadership with that tone is going to change your, your ability to lead and succeed in your business or whatever role you're in. So hang with me. I'm encouraging you to stick around. So, so let me give that definition one more time before we move on. Being a steward over those people, places, and or things. You notice I, I didn't say it's just being a manager over people. It's not just owning a company. I'm saying it's also things. I think that if you've been blessed with a car, even if it's 20 years old and you've got 350,000 miles on it, I think you need to be a good steward over it. You need to lead it. You need to keep it clean, change the oil. You know, to, if you if you if you got a lot of oil leaking out of it, put you a pan underneath there and recycle it if you can. Um, anyway, I was just reminded of my first car, my my '74 Chevrolet Vega. It used more oil than it did gas. Sorry, I just had a visual flashback. If someone might be, if someone's watching this video, they they actually saw that there. So anyway, so that's that is my definition, and that is what we're going to really build on during this episode and future episodes. I want to talk a little bit about, some people might be saying too that, well, that sounds like something that would make sense in ministry, but I don't think it applies to business. Well, let me give you a definition that I use for business. I believe that business, business, excuse me, business is simply a person 
or group of people that are working together to provide something that people will pay money for. It's really just something where money's changing hands. And I know a lot of people will define business as providing a, providing a service or uh, you know, solving a problem. And I don't disagree with all of that. I just, I just think that a business is where a group of people, an individual or group of people come together, work together, and they provide something that people actually would be interested in paying money for. And, and then to kind of build on that, I want to talk about ministry. Ministry is simply a person or group of people that are working together to provide something let's just say a message or hope that people desire, a belief system. And I know a lot of people, a lot of, this is real interesting, I may have ticked off two entire groups of people by those two definitions. Some of you business people might be saying, no, 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 business is different than that. And some people in ministry or they may be going, no, you missed it on that. Anyway, for whatever it's worth, I'm just defining those so that we can build upon it. And then I want to ask the question, is it possible to combine ministry and business? Now, this is important in leadership because I, from obviously the definition I gave earlier of being a steward over those people, places, and things that you've been gifted with, I believe that there is very little difference between ministry and business. And, oh, I know I could almost feel the people that are going to be getting somewhat bothered by that, but... I've seen so many for-profit businesses. I've worked with so many clients recently that they're, they're all about achievement. They're all about accomplishment, but yet they're missing a component where they're ministering and loving on their people. They're not being good stewards over the people that are sitting in the desks and the offices in those companies. And I think they could use a little more heart. They could use a little more stewardship over those people. And on the flip side, we have a foundation that works a lot with ministries and we help ministries grow and become what they're supposed to be. And we have people that have a great ministry mission and they've been, they've been tasked with doing some great things, but they're actually missing a lot of details. They don't handle their money. Well, they don't handle uh, uh, some of the details of, of their marketing and getting the word out. And I think they need to be better stewards over the, over the business portion of their ministry. So I'm, I'm somewhat making the case here as we go through here that if you're sitting here listening to this and you are a business person, this topic is for you. The way we're addressing this topic is for you. I'm also saying if you're in the, in the ministry and you're full-time and you don't like to talk about process systems and structure and things like that, I think you may be missing out. I think you're a steward over that. I think the Lord gifted you with, with a vision, and you need to be mindful of that. So anyway, I want to jump back up because it's, it's important to say it again. Being a steward over those people, places, and or things that you've been gifted with, that you've been gifted with by God. So keep that in mind. We're going to continue on. I want to cover a few more things before we finish up this episode and just cover a few bigger topics. And, and I want to address them still under the definition of what leadership is. And the three big areas that I want to kind of finish up with here are process, stewardship, and influence. We've talked about each one. I'm going to go a little bit deeper, and uh, then we'll be ready to wrap up this episode. First, I want to talk about process. The process of leadership. We should desire 
to live a life of leadership and influence, really become a lifetime leader, or as we're titling it in this season, in this season an everyday leader. Not just a situation, not just where there's an emergency or you've gotten a role or a position. I, I really do believe that the principles that we're talking about here, this attitude, this mindset of being someone who takes care of all of those things you've been gifted with, I really do believe that is something you should be considering 24-7. You know, there's a, there's a word out there called being a hypocrite. And it's a word we throw around a lot, and it's a word now we're using a lot in politics and things like that. And when I hear the word hypocrite, it's really, it's really simple. It's someone who says something or their words don't align with their actions or they're not the same all the time. In other words, when they're in a work environment, they're one thing. When they're at home, they're something else. When they go to church, they're something else. When they're around their parents, there's something else. And to me, that just seems exhausting. I think that we should desire to live a life of leadership and influence all the time and be an everyday leader. I think the goal is to attract leadership and influence characteristics, skills, and traits, not to chase after some leadership role or position. It should be a lifestyle, not a title. Effective leadership occurs when a group of people are brought together and at least one person in that group has experience, skills, preparedness, and, this is important, the attitude to make the sum total of that group more than the individual parts. That, to me, is when things come together in the way they need to. And there's a, a parable or scripture that says if, if you're faithful in a little, you can be faithful with a bunch. That's my translation on things. Be faithful in a little so that you can be faithful with a bunch. So really, it is, it is the thought process of it's continual. You are not going to be a leader tomorrow. You're a leader today. But tomorrow, let's hope and expect that you're better than you are than you were yesterday. And we're just growing and attempting to become the best that we can be. The next thing that I want to talk a little bit more about is that word I, I mentioned earlier, stewardship. And, and I want to go into it a little bit more. In fact, I'll just go ahead and give you a glimpse of the future. It's going to come up multiple times during this season because I think it's that important. So what I, what I want to talk about is I want to go into a little more detail on the relationship between stewardship and ownership. I gave the example earlier that my wife and I experienced when we, we literally lived in homes that we didn't own. Our name wasn't on the deed. We didn't rent them. None of that. We just had the keys. And I, I just want to kind of make some comparisons here. We will be looking more at stewardship later in the season, but I, I just want to say it's really easy in our society to kind of get arrogant, puffed up, maybe egotistical, when we think we're the owner and the ultimate authority. And it's really easy to do that when we're talking about, when we're kind of talking about things, you know, oh, this is the type car I own or this is the type house I own. But what I want to say that I've observed now, again, this is Tim the coach talking, Tim that's worked with owners and leaders and 
things like that, is when someone all of a sudden gets a title or a position or a role that is beyond their level of, we'll just call it humility, or their ability to understand this concept of stewardship, then I can tell you many times we're going to run into challenges. Now, I'm brought in as a coach. Usually when I'm brought in, that means someone has humbled themselves and they want someone else to come in and speak into their life and help them with certain things. So, so by the time I arrive, there's a certain degree of humility. But humility definitely exists when you know that you're not the owner, but you must steward an asset, person, place, or thing that we talked about earlier, until the true owner needs the use of the asset again. And we could go over a lot of examples with this, but, you know, if, if you are, let's just say you've been placed in a position where you oversee or you're the steward over or you're the manager, leader, if you want to use more traditional terms, a group of 10 people and they have a task. If you start getting in your mind that you're the owner, that if it is to be, it's up to me, that I've got to make every decision, I've got to help them, I've got to, I've got to lead, I've got to get people on my team, all that type stuff. If you start putting that type pressure on yourself, then let me just say, you are more likely than not heading towards having a very, very difficult time. But if you have the mindset that I have been given this gift, I've been given this gift of overseeing and helping these 10 people succeed. And the sum total of our success depends on how well I do that then your mindset and your attitude is so much different. You have to treat the asset, the people in this example, with tenderness, love, care, thoughtfulness, and at times toughness and being fair. I mean, that's, that is, this is not any type of, of weak style here. There are some difficult and challenging things that you have to do, but you're still going to treat it with tenderness because it's not yours. That doesn't mean you can discard of it or dispose of it or, or things like that. You have to establish relationship between steward and stewardship and leadership. You can't be a leader without understanding, in my opinion, without understanding what it means to be a steward. The final thing that I want to look at in this episode is I do want to talk more about influence. We brought that up earlier, but I've, I've heard this question that's come up over and over again. And it's basically, can somebody be a leader if they do not have any people following them? And, and you know, we hear leadership is influence. But I want to say this. I, I do agree that, obviously, if you have people following you, you're in a leadership position. That is obvious. It's very easy to see, and everybody can spot it. But I believe there's an internal thing that's occurring in everyone that there's a leadership that's growing. There's something being birthed. I believe that there's a time in your life that you'll be thrust or asked or invited in or gifted with some role that you will need to have some of the skills, the techniques, the influence, the mindset, the attitude that we're talking about. So I think that even if today you don't perceive yourself as someone in that role, you need to be prepared for when you are. And I'll give you a really cool example that's exciting in our family. My daughter, um, she is expecting our first grandchild, her and her husband are. And it is a gift, there's no doubt that having a child is a gift. And 
she may or may not have been preparing for that, but what we know is that really people are being prepared to be a parent from the time they're growing up and being a child. We've had a lot of conversations with her lately where she's kind of asked questions about when she was growing up and she was being raised and what it's really pulling out of her is that she has been being prepared for the role of parent for many years now and so has her husband and and it's exciting to see that and here's the cool thing this is like very exciting my wife and I we've been prepared to be a grandparent which we think is going to be super cool so we're excited about that so I think everyone's being prepared for being a leader and and to be in a position of influence Um, I do want to mention the aspect of servant leader here because for many years 90s and on there was this this movement for people to be servant leaders and I like that that's better than a bully leader or a obnoxious leader or someone who just beats the heck out of people from a leadership standpoint may not have been a good analogy to use but I think I think you know what I'm talking about but what happened is, is the pendulum swung a little bit too much a servant leader doesn't necessarily see themselves as being an overseer. They really become too servant-minded. And of course, this was used in many ways in a spiritual way. But anyway, a servant leader can be a little bit too, I'll just use the term soft. See, I believe someone who's a steward leader, they are going to have to be strong at times because they have to protect that asset that they've been gifted with. They have to protect their people at times. A servant would have a tendency more to bow down and be subservient to the person there above. And I, I have seen the term servant leader used as a manipulative technique to get people to do what certain leaders wanted them to do. I hope that makes sense. In other words, they use the term, you need to be a servant leader so that you don't argue against what I'm trying to get you to do. I'm not saying it was that all the time, and I think there's a certain degree of servant leader is better than obviously being the bully leader, but I think that the steward letter is steward leader is a notch or so above that. Okay, stewardship is the conducting, supervising, or managing of something, especially careful and responsible management of something that's entrusted to one's care. It's the stewardship of natural resources. I believe that's a definition I pulled out of the dictionary for stewardship. Leadership and responsibility should be considered a gift, like I've been saying. If we consider it a gift, then we'll treat those that we lead in the way that they should be treated. And, I, and I'm using words very specifically. I'm using the word gift. You've been gifted with it. Now, a lot of people say, but I've earned this. I've worked my way to this position. You know, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. However, I've seen so many things taken away from people, so many things given to people. I believe that it would be a great mindset to just consider it a gift. And as we build on this principle of stewardship, I think it's going to, I think it's going to really show some huge impact with that type of attitude. And remember, this is something related to a gift. A gift is not deserved. Therefore, we should humbly accept it and know that we are now the recipient of something that we have been gifted with. What that allows you to do, it allows you to position yourself to be what we've talked about in this, the steward leader, 
And I think that also helps you become a great everyday leader, which is the whole, the whole purpose that we're, this is what we're working towards in this season of the Seek, Go, Create podcast. So anyway, we could keep talking about that, but I do want to say that that this foundation is the concept that I want us to really grasp, the concept of the steward leader. So anyway, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. I am excited I was able to share with you and, and really cover some of these things that I have really not covered in an environment like this. So I hope it's been a blessing to you. I'm excited to talk about all the other things, and I look forward to, uh, forward to seeing you and letting you hear what we talk about in the next episode, which is Why Leadership. See you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Seat Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC Network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new. We are constantly discussing bold new topics and ideas here on the network, so be sure to subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. We look forward to sharing more with you next time, but until then, enjoy the journey.